1: The Chicago Bulls select Kobe White. Levine with the runway. Levine!
0: Jack Levine! dunk it again! on the middle of the hole.
1: That's The foul. the a foul.
2: Welcome to Cash Considerations, the Chicago Bulls podcast on the Blue Iron Network. We're brought to you by Deal Dash. We're brought to you by Bet Online. We're brought to you by NFL Sunday Ticket. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. I'm here with Jason Pat. Jason, the day we've finally been waiting for is here. Jim Boylan gone, fired, fired.
3: It's You're a beautiful fired. day. <laughs> it is a beautiful Friday. Was not expecting it, and 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 not even like a news like a Friday night news dump. We got it. Early in this morning on Friday, just a great way to start a beautiful Friday. The sun was shining, sit down to work for the day, and it comes across that Jim Boylan's been relieved of his duties. Uh, I I, I don't want to be super mean about this and about somebody getting fired uh, and somebody losing their job, but you know what? We've been calling it forever. Uh, it's, it, it's it took longer than we wanted wanted it to. We were getting worried there for a bit with all that speculation out there about the financial concerns and about Karnashovas empowering Jimbo and all this goofy stuff. but he made the decision Bas- basically the last day of the regular season. There are there are games going on right now, but basically the, the play in and the playoffs were set after last night's uh, crazy Portland uh, Brooklyn game. So basically, right after that was done, Carneshawis makes, makes the decision to axe Jim Boy
2: Jim Boyland, and uh, it feels good working. What was your first reaction when you saw that? Well, I just relief, you know, it wasn't even like being overjoyed. It was just like, thank God they did this very obvious and easy thing to do. I do feel like we're kind of giving the Bulls extra credit here for doing something they should have done on the first day. And it just shows how low the bar for the franchise is, right? Like you fired the worst coach in the league. Congratulations. Everyone actually thought you were going to keep him because you're so cheap and you're so loyal to the wrong people that, you know, it was widely speculated upon that Boylan was going to be back. When Karnaschovas first got hired, I really thought he was going to fire Boylan within a week or two, but, uh, you know, to hear Karnaschovas say it, the way he sort of explained it was that he fired Boylan today because it was the first day of the off season because the seeding games ended yesterday. Uh, kind of a weird explanation, if you ask <laughs> me, like, I don't know what is, uh, you know, symbolic about that, maybe it's something to do with contracts, maybe it's just all BS, but I uh, this should have happened sooner. The fact that it did happen, though, is all that matters. And yeah, you know, I don't begrudge Karnashovis for not doing it immediately, so I just want to get that uh, up front. And I think that, you know, gr- great. Like, the Bulls fired the worst head coach in the league. Congratulations. This is what you should have done. So let's not say, like, holy shit, the Bulls are back or everything's going to be great with the Bulls now. They have a lot of work to do. This was, as we said from the time Karnashovis was hired, the simple – the easiest first test you could ever have to pass. Today he passed it. Good job, Karnashovas. Let's see what's next.
3: Absolutely. yeah.
2: like I, I don't want to like look
3: back and just and like still like rip on him for taking so long to do it. I mean it, it was reported for a while that we we know ownership wanted him to evaluate and he said he was going to be patient and evaluate. I don't really know why it took whatever two to three months, but like he said he did it. I'm good, whatever. He can give his weird explanations. It's totally fine. Whatever. The fact that Jim and is gone is now, like you said, that's all that matters. Um, and that ends a just a very bizarre, a obviously awful uh, era of Bulls basketball. It is one I will never forget because, again, just bizarre factor, uh, kind of hilarious. It was, It would be. I guess it was hilarious. Also very painful. Ricky, and you, you put a tweet thread together just about like all just the goofy stuff that Jim Boylan did and how like, and how he like survived through this until now. And I'm sure your thread could have been way longer. I mean, just going back to the very start of this era after Fred Hoiberg gets, gets fired at the start of last season. And then that first week we get a big win over the thunder and then the Celtics game where they lose our orders at 56 and there's the damn mutiny. And just from there, like that basically would just like set the tone for this entire bizarre one and a half years of Jim Boylan. Um, I did tweet about this, how like like I like again. I don't want to be super mean to Jim Boyle. Like I'm, I, I'm sure he is a nice guy. Like a lot of people that talked about the hashtag Care Factor and all the work he put in. And I mean, reading some of his like comments and like his, that interview with like Darnell, he did. Like I think he obviously knows the game very well. Just all that. Like I'm sure he'll get an assistant job somewhere else. But just clearly, just an awful, terrible head coach. The players hated him. So many goofy things. You you don't want him speaking to the media as like as your as like the head of your franchise. And obviously, all we saw in the last year and a half, two years, whatever, it's been show showed that Jim Boylan needed to go. I guess what just, what is your just main takeaway
2: from this era of Bulls basketball under Jim Boylan? Well, before we get to that, I thought it was hilarious that I had a bunch of Utah fans quoting my thread <laughs> and being like wow, Jim Boylan was a bad NBA coach? This is my shocked face. So, like, the fans who rooted for a team led by Jim Boylan before knew Jim Boylan was garbage. It's the exact same thing in the NBA as it was in college. Jim Boylan was terrible. I do not think Jim Boylan will ever get another NBA job back. However, we should note that, like, Jim Boylan was hilarious in every single way. (laughs) He gave us a lot to talk about. Uh I felt like during the season, it was like every single week, we would have another goofy Boylan moment to talk about, whether he was like, you know, calling a timeout in the last 10 seconds of a game when they're down by 20 points, or not calling a timeout when Daniel Gafford can't even walk on the court, having, you know, to have another head coach take a timeout just because he felt bad for Gafford. Uh, there was a million different things with Boylan, and yeah, I, I compiled a few of them together on Twitter, but... The point is that the Bulls had so much strangeness around the franchise even before Jim Boylan was hired, right? And Boylan feels like the weirdest character in this bulls arc all the way around, right? Like, this is the guy that John Paxson decided to die on the hill for, was Jim Boylan. Like, this is the guy that ownership said to is the first day he took the job, like, ah, just give Jim a chance, get to know Jim. These people love Jim Boylan. Jerry Reinsdorf told me he was the CEO. So yeah. why right. people named Paxson and why people named Reinsdorf love Jim Boylan is one of the absolute strangest things in the world to me because... Anyone from the outside could see the guy was just a miserable coach. He won 31% of his game. So just objectively, he was bad. We had a season this year where he started the season on a, at a press conference saying, you know, we think that we can be a playoff team. Our goal is to make the playoffs. Three months later, he's like, well, I'm not evaluated by wins and losses. I'm evaluated by developing all 15 guys on this team. So just so funny all the way around. I think Boylan, uh, it reminds me a little bit of Boozer. Like, I don't know how you felt about Boozer back in the day. I found Boozer to be very frustrating. Uh, But, like, when Boozer was gone in the years that have, you know, come since then, I find myself really looking back at the Boozer tenure fondly because he was entertaining, because the team was really good, uh, and just mostly because he just seemed like, you know, a big personality for the Bulls and for us to write about and talk about. So I wonder if the same thing is going to happen with Boylan, where when we get some more separation, like, we're not actually going to be angry at Jim Boylan. We're just going to be like, "How the fuck did this ever happen? This was hilarious. I can't believe anyone, you know, thought this was a good idea." Uh, and I guess that's like my main takeaway. Like, I don't hate Jim Boylan at all.
1: Yeah, uh, right. Just not a personal. At MBA head
2: coach, <laughs> and uh, Jim, thanks for all the quotes because you provided us with a lot of entertainment.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I I tweeted this, like you know, like a small part. We will miss him because, like, he even as like awful as the coaches was, and as terrible of basketball we like had to sit through, like. It was entertaining. The quotes are hilarious. I g- gave a shout out to Cody Westerland of the score, our guy, for just like constantly putting together these boiling boilingisms and documenting them on Twitter and definitely would probably like goading him to say goofy stuff too. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, especially like, we hope obviously if the Bulls get good, especially like if the Bull, if Karna can build a good team here in Chicago and, like, the Bulls get good in the next few years, like, we can definitely look back in the Boylan years and absolutely laugh. Like, remember that fucking time where the Bulls had this goomba as their head coach? And, like, and we can definitely laugh at it. If the Bulls stay crappy, then we'll just stay depressed and all that. But, and even though we could probably still laugh at Jim Boylan. But, yeah, like, again, yeah, none of this is personal with Jim. As much as, like, we shit on him and talked about how bad he was as a coach, nothing against him as the guy – uh, just, just, just is not a good NBA coach, and now the, we are now moving on, thank God. So let, let let us move on. Obviously, the Bulls will have they now will do a coaching search. There's, I don't want to say there's no rush. I mean, we got the lottery coming up the next week, and we'll have the draft in the next couple of months. So I feel like they'd like to probably get someone in relatively soon. I know some of the guys that they're looking at um, are guys that have jobs right now, uh, so that complicates things a little bit. So, I mean, I, I would assume that they've probably been looking at guys for a while now. I know, like, Imei Udoka's his name has been out there, and Kali put his name out there again as the front runner today. And uh, Kenny Atkinson also has been out there. There's, like, Darvin Ham of the Bucks, David Vanterpool of the Timberwolves. Um, I know Adrian Griffin again. Adrian Griffin had his name come up in some not-so-great allegations that his wife put out there on Twitter. The Raptors did come out with a statement on that. It's pretty graphic, pretty bad, like domestic abuse, violence of I, I like I don't want to speculate here at all. I just want to put it out there. this is what she put out there? This is what the Raptors put out there. I know like Adrian Griffin's kids were kind of de- denying it all, but that might complicate things a bit there. But obviously he was a pretty big name uh, on the list, and I know his. I think Woj did bring his name up.
2: Ricky, who are you looking at to take over for Jim Boylan? Yeah, I will say that I don't have someone who my heart is set on going into the process. I really just hope that they, like, cast a wide net, interview a bunch of candidates, and that money isn't a factor that's preventing them from hiring the best guy possible. So, like, you know, do we want Mike D'Antoni? Because he could very realistically be on the market once the Rockets are eliminated. Brett Brown. Brett Brown was the next guy I was going to name. I think that he could very realistically be on the market. You already have Kenny Atkinson. So those are kind of your established head coaches that are going to demand more money and probably, quite frankly, like uh, more investment in the organization throughout. Like, you know, if you hire Mike D'Antoni, he's probably not going to be there for a six-year rebuild or something again. You know what no. I mean? Like, you got to start to make some moves. Uh, I my guess is that the Bulls hire a first-time head coach, whether it's someone like Udoka or it's Darvin. Wes to bring up. Yeah, yeah, Wes Unseld, Darvin Ham, uh, Griffin. I feel like those allegations should probably knock him out the list for sure. I mean, do your di- due diligence on that. I'm not going to pass any judgment, but those were some horrific allegations. So yeah. uh, I think that, you know, as long as the Bulls cast a wide net, that's really what matters. My guess is they hire a first-time head coach. And I wanted to bring this up, Jason, before we move down, but uh, Joe Colley reported, according to a source, the Boylan file with human resources wasn't <laughs> yes. the greatest, including yes. a verbal run-in with a team chef. So I would love to know what happened between Boylan and this team chef. If anyone's oh got God. info for us, drop us a line because that sounds funny. Uh, can we, like, FOIA human resources for, for Boylan's personal file? But, yeah, in terms of his successor, I would say just uh, just interview a bunch of people and hire the best person you can find. Don't let money get in the way. I, I had totally
3: forgot. I I had meant to bring up that chef thing. Yeah, because, I mean, there, the, the dirt coming out
2: after – Boylan gets fired and yeah, well, he like eight. too, right? Like yeah. they did this to Thibodeau. Thibodeau is obviously a way better coach, but like it is kind of funny there's like they're like kicking dirt out of him as soon as he leaves. Yeah, I'm just trying to picture like the run-in
3: with the Jim Boylan had with the team chef. Like what did this poor team chef do to Jim Boylan? Like I, I would love to know what happened there. That is absolutely absolutely hilarious. Uh but yeah. No more run ins with team chefs for Jim Boylan, like you said, and looking at, at these candidates. I would tend to agree. Like, I, I would be shocked if they shelled out for a big time coach, um, like like a D'Antoni or Brett Brown. I think they would cost a lot. I don't think the Bulls are looking to do that. If they did, I mean, I guess, I guess I'd be pleasantly surprised. Like, I, I, I guess I don't even know how much I would love. I mean, D'Antoni's obviously a really good coach. Like, I don't know if he really fits with what the Bulls are like looking to do right now. And I don't know if he would really want to do that or with Brett, I mean, Brett Brown's obviously, he's coached, he coached the process, he's been there for a while now, like, I guess I wouldn't hate it, I feel like a lot of Sixers fans don't really like Brett Brown now, but I don't really know how how much that is on him, other than, I mean, they have kind of a weird roster, Uh, but yeah, I would tend to think that it probably would be one of these, like, up-and-coming assistants, and like I have, do not, I would have to read more about these guys, like, I can't say I have some, like, deep knowledge of like West Soler Jr. and Darvin Ham and Vanderpool. I know, like C.J. McCollum shouted at David Vanderpool on Twitter last night, and I, I know I retweeted that just for some like defensive ch- uh, <laughs> advice he gave him when he was he used to do with the Blazers. But yeah, like you said, cast a wide net because when was the last time the Bulls actually did a coaching search? It's been a goddamn decade since they did one. It's been so long, so it looks like we're actually going to be able to see a
2: Chicago Bulls coaching search, and that's kind of cool because it's been forever. Absolutely, yeah, they didn't do one for Hoiberg, obviously. They said they did, but uh, they didn't. Everyone knew they were going to hire Hoiberg four months before they even fired Thibodeau. And obviously, they didn't do a coaching search to hire Boylan. So, yeah, I would say just cast a wide net. Really, I'm just glad that Karnaschovas isn't a total pushover. I'm glad that he has some autonomy. And for me, the main thing Karnaschovas has to do in this job, his biggest task is just going to be advocating for himself. And that means a lot of different things, right? It's like the Bulls still have a pretty small front office. They still have a pretty small, like, analytics department, scouting department, uh, player personnel department. Michael Reinsdorf said he was going to invest in the franchise. He made a few hires. He hasn't made enough. Karnashovis needs to be the guy, is the driving force, to get the Reinsdorf to hire more people within the organization and to make this the first-class organization that it should be. So uh, this is, I think, one sign of it. I think that, you know, if it was up to the Reinsdorfs, Boylan probably would be the head coach next year because they liked him so much personally and because he was cheap. But, you know, Karnaschovas thankfully advocated for the firing of Boylan. They listened to him and it's over now. So Karnaschovas keep doing that throughout this entire tenure and I'll feel a lot more comfortable about the franchise.
3: Yeah, it does sound like they want to build up player development staff. That's something they've mentioned before, and they, they're obviously very lean on that right now, but it does sound like they're going to add, hopefully add some more there. It does sound like they're finished with like big time. I, I don't know if big time is the right word, but like, s- significant like front office hires, which is kind of unfortunate if that's the case. But, I mean, maybe maybe us will push for more stuff like that because uh, they do still have a bunch of holdovers. But either way, whatever, Boylan is gone. If they do build up that player development staff, that'd be that'd be be nice uh, and then they'll have to get going on the roster and I mean we're going to wrap up here pretty quick we're going to keep this short today we'll have more coming up this weekend we're going to bring on our our guy Matt from Blogable who has obviously had a stellar hot take column at Blogable about <laughs> firing Karnaschovas and we'll obviously talk it. about it, I, we'll it. About it. Yeah. We're, I didn't want to go as far as he did but just teasing, teasing him coming on coming up and we'll definitely talk to him about his thoughts about how this whole process played out what we're looking at moving forward. I mentioned again, we have the lottery in basically like a week. I believe that is that is on Thursday. Again, the Bulls are are in the seventh spot, so we will see what happens there. We we can probably preview that a little bit as well in our next pod. Um, but yeah, that is it. it. It's a it's a beautiful Friday here in Chicago. Jim Boylan is fired. I poured myself a nice little glass of bourbon here to celebrate this this lovely Friday end. And yeah, we'll. Like I said we'll we'll talk more about Boylan and this whole process in our next pod. We'll talk about the
2: lottery coming up. Ricky, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up here? Thank God Jim Boylan's gone, man. What a what a bizarre <laughs> head coach. What a bizarre guy.
3: Oh seriously, what a what a guy. What a guy. All right, that is that is it for us today on this emergency. Jim Boylan is fired podcast. He is gone. That is it. This has been Cash Considerations HCO Bulls podcast. As always, shout out to Blue Wire and the Blue Wire Network. Go listen to all the great pods across the network. Shout out to our sponsors: uh, Sunday NFL Sunday Ticket, Bet Online, Deal Dash. Uh, for us here at Cash Considerations, please rate and review us. As always, wherever you listen to your pods, let us know how we're doing. You know we're on, on Twitter Matt underscore J. Ricky's at SBN underscore Ricky. So we will talk to you guys in a, in a couple days. We'll have Matt from Blogable on. So. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Jason and Ricky will talk to you later. Hallelujah. Jim Boylan
1: is gone.